those who like their yolks runny and their dough sour. Yum! It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. You feel like you got dirty elbows at the moment? <laughs> Inside or outside? Oh, I just feel like, you know, all the all the things that I used to touch with my fingers, I now touch with my elbows, but now I'm just like, oh, my elbows are grubby now, you know? Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Like, sometimes I'll, like, if I want to press something, like, say, an elevator button, like, I won't use my fingers because I'm like, oh, I don't want to get my hands dirty, so I'll use the back of my hand. But then when I want, want to touch my face, I'll go... I don't want to touch my face with my fingers. I'll just use the back of my hand. The thing yeah, exactly. I've been using in replace. So it's like, I need to remember, I need to use my fingers because they're the things I wash. Anyway. Yeah. But isn't, uh, the, isn't your elbow skin on there called the weenus as well? What? No, what it's, it's not. It's Is it? Called? Bro, I think- <laughs> you can't tell me that I got to 35 years old <laughs> and I've got something on my body called a weenus that I've never... I've never referred to before. Yeah, just Googled it. What does weenus mean? Merriamwebster.com is a slang word for the excess or loose skin at the joint of one's elbow. So you got a dirty weenus, my friend. Is wait, is that is that a slang or is it is it or is it actual official? I think it must be slang. But that's Merriam Webster. I mean that's pretty official. I know the skin on your knee is called a vagina. <laughs> so <laughs> so. It doesn't surprise me that it's called the weenus. <laughs> Anyways, look, guys, okay. we got a... Um, okay, I wasn't expecting... Oh, my God. I just assumed, come on, that was set. You you set me up for that, and I all I needed to do no. was do the little tip in off the ring. All right, um... <laughs> Speaking of which, okay. hey, uh, we speaking of you know uh, athletic abilities, um, somehow we've we've gone into athletic abilities. Look, we might be taking a little look at the Olympics today. Um, the Olympics would have been finishing up this week, Tokyo oh. twenty twenty. I mean, we were just discussing lockdown would have been so much better if we had Olympics on to watch. Oh my god, I'd be praying for lockdown. It. I would have absolutely. Pr- <laughs> I'd say more lockdown. I need to stay home more, please. But uh, yeah, so that that's happening. We might take a little look. It actually did happen. There was a, there was an Olympics, Alex Dyson. Most people don't know yeah. this. It was that low key. So we might take a look at what what the Olympics were that everyone missed. We're also keen to uh, to figure out exactly what you won a gold medal in over the last two weeks. You know, because we need to celebrate these victories uh, and potentially play an Australian anthem as well, which we've been missing. It is all day breakfast. You are with Matt and Alex. Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex all. Day breakfast. Now, Matt, who would have thought that this weekend just gone should have been the closing ceremony for the Tokyo 2020 Olympics? I love the Olympics. I love, love, love the Olympics. I have some of my fondest memories waking up uh, in like super early in the morning. It's like 4.30 in the morning, sitting in the lounge room, drinking uh, your hot Milo while I'm watching... Mm. The John Edwards win the triple jump and, oh, man, like it's just incredible stuff. It's really, really nice. So a bit of a shame that it has been postponed to 2021. We are going to be kicking off in July next year. And interestingly, they're actually going to keep all the Tokyo 2020 branding for marketing purposes. It's almost like the uh, the five-second rule. Like, no, nah, this is still good. We've, <laughs> we've, done, <laughs> we've done the hard work. Let's not change all this. The T-shirts have been printed. Um, it's going to be fine. 
Yeah, I mean, and look, there's a there's a meme going around as well with um, this uh, that that logo. You showed me the logo yes, one. Yes, yeah, Daiso. yeah. The 2020 Tokyo logo where they did the Olympic rings with the two being a sort of very ring looking two zero two zero, and then the final red ring being the Japanese you know rising sun flag emblem, and just like the worst thing about the Olympics being cancelled is you can't use this logo. Um, <laughs> apparently, it's just that was sort of more of a fan graphic design thing, but it looked incredible, and it does you know bring up the good point that after the the two thousands, they kept trying to do you know the party New Year's Eve glasses with like 2011 and the zero is one eye and then you try to get another eye with two one. It doesn't work, people. Give it a rest. But we asked you, in lieu of the uh, games, you know, not happening, we asked you that we should still be giving out medals, you know? Yeah. Matt and I were missing medals. We had yeah. medal withdrawal. And, we, and, you know, we know that you deserve a medal for something, for anything. So we, uh, we hit our Instagram and we asked you, what do you deserve a gold medal for? And Tracy from Wodonga got in touch. G'day, Tracy. Hello. How are you going? Oh, we're good. We're Thank not you. Not too bad. We want a good news stories. We want Australians up on the podium, Tracy. What have you gotten a gold medal in this year? Oh, remote schooling, my three sons and myself through uni with my toddler, my three-year-old, at home while my husband is away for work and all our family lives in New South Wales. Oh, Tracy. <laughs> Nothing makes me prouder than seeing an Aussie succeed. I mean, three, that's a lot to overcome here, a lot of hurdles. Were there any any thoughts? Let's do the post-match press conference here. At any point, did you think you weren't going to make it, Tracy? <laughs> oh, yeah, there was some times. Um, most notably this afternoon when I spent three hours videoing my nine-year-old practising monos in the backyard. <laughs> um, oh, Tracy, oh, you sound like mum of the year. That's amazing <laughs> stuff. Oh, I'm just wow. having a two-minute breather in the car out the front at the moment. So. <laughs> Three hours worth of monos. How are you getting some good air on that front wheel there, oh, Tracy? Yeah, apparently. I don't I don't even know what a mono is until recently. So. <laughs> oh, great work, Tracy. Well, look, you've got, you're on the podium. You're on the Matt and Alex podium. Uh, congrats. We're putting the medal over your, over your head right now. Thank and you, uh, you can give the medal a little bite with your teeth. Just make sure it's uh, pure gold because uh, we thank you for your hard work. Thanks, Tracy. Thank you. Bye. And I tell you what, Matt, um, usually at this time uh, as well, some of I'd be just absolutely binging on Olympics' greatest moments. You know, the, the highlight packages that the broadcasters able, are able to put together at the end of it are super inspiring. And so given that we don't have one of those, we thought that we'd make an official post-Olympics highlight package that involved all of the great moments from this, which will be, 2020 will be ever f- be known as, I think, the toughest games of all. Oh, what a 2020 Olympics it has been. The opening ceremony going off without a hitch. The Olympic torch being replaced with a burning dumpster to signify the type of year 2020 has been so far. Uh, In the archery, Jemima Poland, a medical tester in her hometown of Wagga, claimed gold by imagining the arrow was a long swab and uh, the bullseye was a really deep nostril. Uh, Lots of single people in lockdown winning gold medals in the clean and jerk and the clean up again. One of the biggest highlights for Australia came in the low COVID numbers marathon. Let's take a look at how that sounded. 
The favourite, Victoria Now, lining up. Dan Andrews has been touted as the strictest Premier in the country when it comes to lockdown, so should be in a shoe-in for taking out the gold here. Here he goes. Oh, no. Wait, is that... Is that a security guard bonking a quarantine patient? This is disastrous for Victoria. Oh, no. And, yes, look, WASA, even the unheralded Tassie athlete overtaking Victoria now. They're not even going to medal. What drama here. Oh, the drama didn't stop there. Of course, highlights from the wrestling ring where a young man wrestled with the idea of how soon is too soon to crack the beers in lockdown. The Bears, of course, remaining undefeated throughout the tournament. The beach volleyball turned into a super spreader event because it seemed impossible to have a beach during this time without it being crammed with partying Americans with no shirts on drinking from red cups. Uh, speaking of the Americans, Donald Trump won gold in the gymnastics after a very impressive backflip on the importance of wearing masks. And, of course, in the shooting, the skeet events went from the window to the wall till the sweat dripped down my balls. Ah, skeet, 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 skeet. And who could forget this memorable moment from the feline equestrian race? 500 metres to go now in the feline equestrian Netflix race here. And Joe Exotic's Tiger looking fatigued. That off-Walmart meat might not have enough nutrients to get him over the line. And, yes, look at this, Carol Baskin overtaking on the inside lane now. And wait... Joe has tried to ram it. The judges are not going to like that. No. See, look, the field marshal is taking him away. Disqualified. That is not in the 2020 Olympic spirit. Oh, sad times there. And a few more sad moments for long-distance runner Tiana Longsley, who took out the 5,000 metres, then got arrested on her victory lap because she travelled more than 5Ks. And in good news, nobody got COVID in the fencing events because they're the only people wearing masks. Although they are masks with mesh. I don't know how that works. This has been an incredible 2020 COVID Olympics. Looking forward to the second wave in 2021. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Do you think you'll have kids, Alex Dyson? Oh, for God's sake, how many times are you going to ask me this? Although, I am, I am a godfather now. That's my Dave, had a baby, Noah, I mentioned the other day, and it's official, the godfather, until he sprung it on me that, you know, heaven forbid, something happened to uh, him and his partner. Um, That's me. That's, That's my job now. So yeah, nice work, mate. Well, congratulations. Uh, you'll do a fantastic job, no I'm, doubt. I'm the twelfth man. I'm, I'm running the drinks at the moment. Well, I'll tell you what. Babies, gates, baby gates. They're everywhere, all over my damn house. All right. Oh, is this talkback going to be baby gate gate? <laughs> is this a controversy here? <laughs> Almost. I get in trouble for not closing the gate. My partner just steps over them every time, so the gate's always closed. But I just, I open. I'm too old. My 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 joints creak. So I, I you know, I can't just do the whole the whole hurdle. No so, Sally Pearson doing the hurdle. Yeah, exactly. So I keep I keep them open and stuff like that. Anyways, it's just chaos. There's just gate. You forget what your house even looks like without the damn gates. They're at the top of the steps or at the bottom of the steps. They're stopping from the lounge room to the kitchen. The whole place is just destroyed. All right. Plus, there's toys everywhere. There's Lego on the ground. You're hurting your feet. There's food on the floor on the carpet. There's dropped peas, bits of cottage pie everywhere. It's a bloody nightmare. Anyway, dinner time is so hectic, you've got to get them ready to have a bath and blah, blah, blah. You've already worked all day. Now you've got to go home and work more, right, as if your shift <laughs> starts once you get home from work. So suddenly 
I'm picking up all these dinner plates. I'm carrying them through into the kitchen to clear up, right? And the gate has been open. And because I don't want to leave it open, because I always get in trouble for leaving it open, I fling it closed with like my the bottom of my elbow, right? As I'm walking through it, I fling the gate closed. How then, high is the gate to be close to your well, elbow? It's like it's like down near your hip sort of thing. And so I just like right. lean down and fling it. But then I as I fling it, I don't even know what happens, right? I've got two plates in my hand and each I've got a plate in each hand. I walk through, I sort of fling it closed with my elbow, then I kind of trip up a bit. My back leg is still in the air. And as the gate closes, I somehow get my foot caught, my like ankle caught in between the gate as it closes. I've got two plates. I'm like hopping up and down. I'm like, ah, I can't do anything. My, but my daughter's just in like a, a bear high trap. chair. Yeah, it is, right? And I, I didn't know what to do. And I was like starting to fall over and everything. And I thought I was just going to have to rip the whole gate with me, right? Just rip the whole gate off and end up walking around with a bloody gate around my, uh, around my ankle. But eventually I got down on one knee and then I put down the plates and I got got unlocked. But it reminded me, Alex Dyson, remember when the guy from Gang of Yous, Chochi, got caught, <laughs> got caught I, I <laughs> between his front door and his the gate of his house, the Sydney yeah, house? Yeah, the security door. So you've got your front door made of wood and you've got a security door made of metal bars. He was leaving his house and shut his front door before he'd opened the metal security door and he locked the wooden door behind him and the metal door was locked as well. So he was trapped in about that 15 centimetre gap. literally like 15 centimetres. <laughs> like I don't even know how. And he had to call, they had to call the, the fire engine and everything. I was almost chutchy last night, man. That's how I felt. That's how I felt. That was close. Well, there is something about, about those. Um, I Just growing up, as you're a little kid, you're playing on some stairs and the banister's there, you just really want to stick your head through it. And I remember distinctly <laughs> adults fussing around me trying to get my head out of this <laughs> this banister because it's like, how could it go in and not come out? There's something about it that <laughs> you can it. go forward but you can't come back and um, you're pushing your Pressing your temple down. There's no muscle. It's just all skull. You can't Why get it even make it head head sized? Why is every stair yeah. banister head sized? Like either don't let us put our head through it, or let us put our head through it and take it out. Why? Why this middle <laughs> ground? But we asked you so true. on our Instagram, um, where have you been stuck? And so, um, Alana from Coffs Harbour gotten stuck. Hello, Alana. Where have you been stuck? Hi, boys. Um, well, it wasn't just me. It was actually me and my younger brother. Uh, I was about six years old. He was about three. And we were playing in the backyard, um, and we decided it'd be fun to get in the back of the boot, like the car of the vehicle. Um, so, <laughs> oh, yeah, no. you can probably see where it's oh, going. Are we talking station wagon <laughs> or sedan here, Alana? <laughs> no, it was like a Commodore. So, yeah, a sedan. Oh, um, God. So, I remember we were playing the, the cat jumped in the back as well. So, it was all very, very fun. We had a maybe a sheet over the back, and it was a bit like a cubby. And, yep. yeah, the struts obviously weren't very good and the boot slammed shut and we oh. walked in the boot. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, I'm so actually feeling... I'm you've feeling got a six-year-old, a three-year-old and a cat stuck in a <laughs> yes. boot. Yes. It's dark. What do you it's do? Dark. 
Well, um, my younger brother was in hysterics, um, screaming <laughs> and just crying. Um, the cat was pretty chilled out, uh, so that was good. <laughs> but yeah, just, <laughs> I think they like dark places. So, yeah, the but, cat was like at home. It was like, this yeah, is yeah. great. Um, but yeah, we were just banging and banging and screaming. Um, so it must have been a Sunday afternoon and my dad had the footy on really loud, so um, oh. mum and dad couldn't hear us. Um, and I don't know how long it was. It must have been, like, it was a fair while, maybe 15 to 20 minutes um, oh, until God. mum must have thought, where are those kids? And she's come looking and, yeah, there we are, crying and God, <laughs> screaming that scares and banging the... in the boots. Yeah. That is honestly terrifying, Alana. That is like it was really that, scary. We need to get oh James God. Franco to do a remake of that and turn it into a feature film. I think 127 minutes or something in the boots. Uh, that's terrifying, Alana. Thank you very much for giving us a call. We'll catch you later. Okay. Cheers, boys. Cheers. All thank right. you, Luke. We've also got Luke. Where have you gotten stuck? Um, I got my head stuck. Oh, sorry, Luke, one sec. One sec, Luke, one sec. Um, We've got your um, anonymous uh, voice filter on. All right, come on, get it off. There we go. I think we're good now, Luke. Go ahead, my friend. Back in the day when telephone booths. You got stuck in a telephone booth. Yeah, you know, remember when it had those doors, but it was more of like a medieval torture device to get in and out? <laughs> I stuck my head in between that when my mum was on the, on the phone, and she's like, don't do that, and I pulled it out. And then, you know, what are you going to do? You put it back in there. <laughs> <laughs> and it got stuck. And I was in, like, this is in the middle of Brisbane City, like early 90s. And it wouldn't come out. And I was probably in there for about 10, 15 minutes. And then, you know, laughing. People are laughing at me. People are trying to help me. <laughs> oh, good old Queenslanders. They're so compassionate, aren't they? Just walking oh. past the telephone booth, laughing at you. I probably would have been famous if there was... If there was camera phones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's so true. Oh, goodness me. And so how'd you get out? Bit of WD-40? How'd you get the noggin out of the telephone booth door? It just, they ended up just pushing me out. Wow. And then doors mysteriously disappeared off them. Yeah, yeah, I think probably. we're blaming you for the public phone boxes, you know, not existing anymore. I'm pretty sure it's because too many kids were getting their heads stuck in them and nothing to do with uh, <laughs> mobile phones. Uh, thank you very much, Luke. Appreciate it. Thanks, boys. See ya. Jenna from Brisbane. Hello. Hey, Jenna. How are you? Where have you been stuck? It was a couple of years ago now at a Hottest 100 party. I bought the floaty pool rings for everybody, blew them up, realised I'd made a huge mistake and had bought children's ones and joking oh. around, you know, had my arms in the air. One of my mates decided to pull it down over my body and I got stuck in the pool ring. So <laughs> around my waist, a child's pool ring for about half an hour while we tried to oil me up and slide me out. But wait, wait, literally you've got some oil. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, because my what? hips are too big and I have boobs and I couldn't get it off either way, so it was the only way we could fix to get it off. Olive oil, sunflower, canola. What, 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 went, do we, what do we use? We went for body oil first. Like that seems like the more practical thing. I wasn't cooking myself. Body oil. The yeah. body oil, no. like as in a, what, I like mean, a massage oil sort of thing. Yeah, like baby oil. Oh, yes, okay. okay. Cool, cool, cool. And, uh, yeah, so so you, you're you not living with a ring around you now? You're able to... No, no, thankfully no. After about half an hour, I pinned over into a pool and slid right through it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you got up. You just did the dive in and the, the, the ring stayed on the surface, did it? Yep. 
lost half of my clothes, but that's fine. I was free of the ring. <laughs> Perfect. You can enjoy the rest of the countdown. I'm glad to hear. Thank you so much, Jenna. Thanks. Bye. If you want to let us know when you've gotten stuck, uh, please get in touch. Matt.Alex on Instagram. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. Now, Matt O'Kine, in our quest to get mattandalex.com.au, we came across two Matt and Alexes who already owned the domain name and they were kind enough to uh, do a little trade with us in in order to have a little bit of promotion for their own business, which they originally got the domain for, uh, Matt and Alex from Voyage Financial, we recorded a little ad for them, and in which case they kindly gift-wrapped a little internet site for us and uh, and sent it over. Here's Here's what we created for Voyage Financial as a bit of a reminder. Hey, we're Matt and Alex, and when we're not doing all-day breakfast, we like to take a dip in our swimming pool of golden coins like Scrooge McDuck. How did we get enough moolah to fill a swimming pool? (laughs) Easy. We used the services of Matt and Alex from Voyage Financial. Their friendly service and orgasm-inducing financial returns will ensure every room in your house will be full of gold bullion. Don't be a f***ing idiot. Use Voyage Financial. Yes, and so... You know, we thought uh, that would maybe the last time we hear from Matt and Alex, but uh, thankfully Matt actually got in touch with us just recently um, for something that's, although that ad was very silly and funny, uh, a bit more <laughs> of a serious matter, um, which we're really, really excited and, you know, happy to chat to Matt about. So we've got Matt from Voyage Financial Online. Hello, Matt. Hey, guys. How are we going? We're good, thank Not you. Thank you bad. very much for the website, etc. You enjoying it? Yeah, really great. Thank you very much for that. Have you missed it too much? I mean, you weren't really using it for Voyage Financial uh, while things no. were happening. Yeah, well, it's fair to say it was being underutilized, so I'm glad it's been able to be passed on to someone who can get a little bit more out of it than us. Yeah, well, if you are, if you're listening and you're wondering what we're even talking about, head to Matt and alex.com.au and uh, you, that's the best way to get in touch with the show uh, or our Instagram at matt.and.alex. Hey, look, that's not why we're chatting though, Matt. Uh, we're chatting for uh, a really a really important situation that uh, that needs a bit more discussion and in particular a very special person uh, that you are connected with in regards to uh, your local footy club. Can you tell us about the situation with uh, young Darcy? Yeah, so unfortunately um, Darcy, who's... Uh, um, a, a young boy that's connected quite closely with uh, the president of our footy club, but also just their family in general, recently uh, unfortunately diagnosed with um, uh, leukaemia. And uh, so the club has been uh, doing everything they can to you know, raise money for the family and, and, and try to attract awareness to um, to the, the bone marrow um, transplant that obviously needs to happen to hopefully save his life. And um, at this stage, there's, um, there's no match um, anywhere in the world. So we're I guess just reaching out far and wide to um, to to share the story and hopefully um, encourage people to to get onto the registry and um, and, and um, you know hopefully that we'll, we'll be able to find a match. Well, awareness is the uh, the key word there, uh, Matt, because I wasn't even aware there was such a thing as the bone marrow registry. I mean, obviously, uh, being an organ donor, I've heard a lot about it's such a worthwhile thing. You know, if you're um, not using your organs after you pass on, it's such a, a beneficial thing to people who could use them. Yep. But bone marrow is an interesting one as well. Can you tell us a little bit uh, about the bone marrow registry? Yeah, so there's, there's a registry here in Australia and obviously then overseas as well. Um, 
for for Darcy, he has a, a special kind of um, gene that's required. So it's quite specific as to um, you know the the type of person that can donate. But for for other um, people su- um, suffering from leukemia, um, essentially um, uh, eighteen to forty five years old can generally donate. Now, with any of um, sort of donation things, there's obviously some exclusions depending on where people grew up and. Um, certain prerequisites you need to meet, but um, I, I got uh, I got my test done uh, yesterday down at um, the local Red Cross blood centre. Um, it only takes you know, a couple of minutes. They 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 answer ask you a few questions and make sure you're fit and healthy and and, and willing, I guess, and uh, take a couple of vials of blood. Hopefully um, that will come back with some positive news that I'm a match, and and then from there, obviously you you get put onto the registry if you're not a match for for potentially to help other people as well. Yeah, I mean, I guess this feeds into a broader situation where we're seeing uh, less and less people at the moment, not just uh, registering to be blood um, marrow, bone marrow donors, but even just blood donations. Uh, If you head to the uh, donateblood.com.au website, there, you know, there's a pressing, uh, urgent need for people to donate blood in a time like this because uh, a lot of, you know, a lot of the people who would normally donate have decided not to. And so there is definitely a shortage. Correct. Um, yeah, just yep. uh, doing a little quick check on the uh, on the Australian Bone Marrow uh, Donor Registry website. And it just says uh, that usually it's taken from around the pelvis or the hip and that it is very based around... Um, yeah, similar backgrounds, ethnicities. So, so an all different mix of people, no matter where you're from, should hopefully try to donate to, to try and nail that match. But in the, in Darcy's case, it's an Irish or English uh, heritage background. Yeah, that's right. But like, but as you say, um, we're not trying to just raise awareness for Darcy. It's obviously lots of people that have got this, and um, you know, um, from a wide range of backgrounds, I'm sure everyone can can help with um, getting on the registry. That's the most important thing. And helping someone out there. I mean, it's just some things like that because it is, it's such a big ask a lot of the time for, for you know, to take part of your body in order to give it to another person. But it's uh, yeah. also like the heartwarming nature of it. it was, there was a Humans of New York post a few weeks ago, I remember reading of someone who just realized the first time that they realized you can donate a kidney, um, you know, to someone, they're like, oh, I'll just give mine to whoever. And they ended up becoming really good friends with just the stranger that wow. they spend Christmases yep. together. It's like, if, if that is something that you're comfortable doing, it certainly sounds like something that'd be absolutely worthwhile investigating. Yeah, exactly. That's right. It would, uh, it would be very uh, rewarding. I think um, if you were able to save someone's life and hopefully um, that's what we you know, that's our aim. So fingers crossed. Amazing stuff. Well, thanks so much, Matt. Uh, Matt from Voyage thanks, Financial there. No, and look, best of luck with Darcy and uh, and everyone who's, who is in need of uh, bone marrow and, who, and to all the people who do decide to donate their bone marrow. Uh, well done. The world needs you. Now, before we leave you on today's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast, we want to remind you that we dropped a little something-something yesterday, a little bonus ep that we warned you about. I'm going to tell you, we warned you. We said if you get the squirmies easily, don't listen, and some of you didn't listen. No, that is true. Wait, I, some of you didn't listen to us. <laughs> I said at the time um, that it wasn't too bad for me. I thought it might be okay. We might get away with it. But we got some video evidence that... Yesterday's bonus episode gives people the squirmies. Sabrina was kind enough to send us a video that said 
squirmy episode reaction and it's her friend, maybe her sister. Um, Sabrina was filming her react to the story that was told in this bonus episode. Now, without going into it or revealing exactly what was said, it was the talkback um, whenever you had a random long hair. Um, uh, this is Sabrina's friend's reaction. And yeah, Sabrina, I know. Out of her... I know! Can you stop? It makes my body feel so disgusting. I, I can't even look at my nipples anymore now. <laughs> oh, my God. We told you, we warned you, but look, a few other people listened as well and they sent in your reactions. Kath underscore masters 87 on Instagram said, hey, I listen to you guys every morning while I attempt to feed my 10-month-old breakfast. Thank God I'm not breastfeeding anymore, otherwise I would have stopped immediately. You've successfully scarred me, thanks. Claire Roaming says, holy crap, next time I'll pay close attention to your squirmy warnings. I made the mistake <laughs> of listening to the bonus squirmy episode while stuck in traffic at Roadworks. I'm sure the guy holding the stop sign was amused at my scream followed by my gagging. I'll definitely pay attention to squirmy warnings in the future. So there you go. We warned you and when we warn you, we mean it. Maybe that's what we need. We need like a lollipop sign which has a big red squirmy warning so that people know (laughs) when they're coming up to it to just absolutely beware. Squirmies ahead. Uh, But thank you very much for listening today. If you do have the courage to check out yesterday's episode. That is there for you. And we will see you for a uh, another episode of All Day Breakfast tomorrow. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.